Hey now, welcome to another edition of the Inside BS Show. I'm Dave Lorenzo. We're taking you inside all the business secrets you need to know to make things happen in your world. I'm here today with my partner, Nikki G. Hi, Nicola. How are you? Hi, Dave. Doing great. How are you? Good, thanks. So I travel a little bit and I was on American Airlines the other day, actually just yesterday, and we were delayed a little bit, so I got to watch four episodes of Ted Lasso, and I was actually quite surprised that I just thought it was like a goofball, slapstick-type comedy, but there's actually some really interesting leadership stuff that can be taken away from Ted Lasso. So given that I know you're a huge Ted Lasso fan, I know you've been through the whole series, what is your favorite leadership takeaway from Ted Lasso? Sure. So for those of you who may not have seen the show yet, should, it is a show about a fictional professional football team in London. They bring a coach from the United States who has no experience whatsoever in professional football to coach the team, and you follow the team's journey and his journey throughout the series. So late into the series, the team is walking off the football field after a game, and one of the star players looks up at the stands, and he sees out there a fan who is just grinding away at the players on the field. And he takes it personally, perceives it to be personal about him. So how does he react to that? He charges into the stands after the fan. Now, you can imagine if this really happened, what it would look like after the game. So, of course, fast forward to the post-game press conference and the assistant coach of the team is now in the hot seat and we all know what the first question is going to be that is directed at the assistant coach. And he is asked, of course, did the team support the star's reaction to the fan in the stands? His response is excellent. What he says is, no, the team did not support the response, but what he really, he gets to the meat of it and that is, you never know what's going on in someone's life. And then he refused to comment, right? It's not his business. It's not anyone's business. And to me, I thought that was a very powerful leadership lesson because it's about emotional intelligence. It is about seeing or experiencing a reaction to something that is way beyond what you anticipated it would be. And I think many of us have experienced a moment like that. And I know I had not that long ago, you know, I sent out a letter as most attorneys do is, you know, sort of a routine type letter. And the response I got was way beyond what I expected it to be. And I paused and I thought there's something else behind this because this should not be the reaction to that type of letter. So I immediately pick up the phone and I get the recipient on the other end of the phone to discuss it. And I come to realize there's something personal going on in that person's life that caused that reaction. And when we face these situations, you know, it's either because you have a reaction like that, that you recognize as unusual, that gives you the signal to address it, or perhaps you deliver remarks in your business and it falls flat. And so as leaders, I think, Dave, we need to recognize what those signals are and we have to address it because if we don't, then we have a bigger problem. No, I think that's excellent. Great job. Wow, that's so intuitive and such a good takeaway. All the time, when I, whenever I'm working with someone, all the time we have to deal with somebody whose idea was rejected or 
someone who's facing rejection in sales or in professional services in business development. And the biggest challenge I have with people who are afraid to ask for things and with CEOs, it, this happens in a negotiation setting or with people who are, you know, just sales executives or people who are attorneys who are looking for new business. They're afraid of being rejected. And what they have to realize is if they get a reaction that's visceral, that reaction is about the person who's reacting. It's not about you, right? So I love, I love your takeaway from Ted Lasso. I love the, the emotional intelligence angle because it is all about what's going on with the other person. And that attitude, going into a leadership situation with that attitude is a really healthy way to maintain your self-esteem. Because when you approach somebody to ask for something, if you're pitching an idea and somebody thinks it's the worst idea they ever heard and they absolutely crush you, it's not about you. That reaction is all about them. So I think that's fantastic. I love your takeaway from Ted Lasso. My biggest takeaway, I think, is probably just the overall vulnerability of the, you know, of the character that Ted Lasso is. He's an upbeat, positive guy. He's a, you know, he's a head coach. He's clearly out of his depth in a sport. He's an American football coach coaching soccer. <laughs> out of his depth, the owner of the team is beyond caring, in fact, is actively working <laughs> to sabotage the team. And this is a guy who wears his heart on his sleeve and who genuinely cares about other people. And he's always putting himself in a position to be vulnerable to the point where, like, to make the owner feel better because the owner is having a, having a rough time, he bakes cookies for the owner of the team because she likes this specific type of cookie, he's putting himself out there. He's being vulnerable. And I love vulnerability because it's one of those emotional qualities that we all share. And you can leverage it to be a superpower if you're willing to put yourself out there because what happens when you expose yourself, like when you're vulnerable to somebody else, is other people automatically connect with you and it, it automatically triggers empathy because people can remember a time when they felt the way you're feeling in that moment and it's a direct connection to emotion. It bypasses logic and reason and goes directly to emotion. So I love Ted Lasso's uh, vulnerability overall. And you know, I think that t dovetails quite nicely with your, with your point about emotional intelligence and how to react to certain things. Now there's something I think that, that we should also discuss here is how can we take away that lesson, right? That's one of the inside business secrets, right? That business secret about emotional intelligence, uh, connecting with people at an emotional level. How can we anticipate the emotions that our actions are going to trigger? So in the example that you gave with that letter, the next time you have to deal with that person, would you change your approach in how you're dealing with that person? If I know that that circumstance may still be going on, I think you don't know until you sort of step into it. But once you know that there's something else that's not about you, that's about them, 
then you do need to approach that circumstance differently. Um, you're dealing with that person will be different and you should adjust, right? It's, I think that's what leadership is about is recognizing that you have to work with some individuals in a different way because the initial way was not working, right? It triggered that reaction that may not have been about you, but it requires you to adapt to it and adjust your style to make sure that you're not continuing to elicit that type of reaction. So I think you can work past that even if you're on the opposite sides of something. I now have a completely different relationship with that person, that initial response, even though, again, we're supposed to be on opposing sides of, of that issue, given that we're you know in the, the legal space. So yes, absolutely. I think you have to adapt to that. I think also too, you as a person, you tend to have an external orientation. You tend to think about the other person, I would say much more often than the average human does, right? And so I think you are are more in tune with some of those things. And it's hard to be that way with people you don't know really well. So I'll give you an example. Like between us, there are times when I call you and I know that there's something going on. And it's usually something related to a case. And you're, I don't want to say preoccupied, but you're appropriately focused on what you should be working on. So my phone calls with you are usually never shorter than 20 minutes. I mean, 15 minutes, I guess, is probably the minimum. But I can tell when we first start talking, if you're in the middle of something, I can tell just kind of by the tone of your voice. And I always try to be sensitive to that. Like a month and a half ago, we, you and I went to lunch. And <laughs> this is such a stupid story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. We went to lunch and one of my dogs was really sick. He was uh, he was hospitalized. He had like an anaphylactic reaction and we didn't know if he was going to make it. So we we went to lunch. I was uncharacteristically late and I felt like I was distracted throughout the whole lunch. And you were you were so kind and sensitive. You weren't like, how come you're not talking? What's wrong with you? You always talk. Why are you not talking? You were just kind of laid back and you let me kind of vent and, you know, you were just there to listen. So I think you're more in tune. I want to know, I think the thing we can all learn is, is this something that comes naturally to you or is this something that you focus on? It's a little bit of both. So I would say that it's not entirely natural. I have certainly focused on developing leadership skills you know, from the, the time I was in my 20s until now. And so for those of you who feel that you may not have a natural ability to recognize that in others, you know, that's, I talked about signals a little bit earlier, watch for the signals, right? I mean, first and foremost, if you're a leader, you have to get to know the people that you work with well. I mean, you, you all know that you, this is why you are here today. It's important to know them well so that you can recognize like the day we sat down at lunch that this person's a little off today, right? But maybe they don't want to talk about it. But there's a way to just adapt to that circumstance, have a great lunch, you know, and if they want to talk about it, you can bring that out of them. And if they don't, you'll be able to recognize, okay, they don't want to talk about that. So maybe I can help them shift their focus to something that takes their mind off of whatever they may be going through. So looking out for those signals, such as, you know, they're, they're acting a little bit different today. Something may be off or you get the easy one, which is there's a completely you know, explosive reaction or very emotional response that you didn't anticipate. You know, that's obviously recognizable, but the more subtle ones are something's a little bit different today. 
Yeah, good points. I think that's great. This is the Inside BS Show. I'm Dave Lorenzo. I'm the godfather of growth. We're here every day. We shared an inside business secret with you today, a little bit about emotional intelligence from Ted Lasso. If you like the show, hit the subscribe button or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a comment down below and tell your friends. We're here every day for you. My name's Dave Lorenzo, and she's... And we'll see you back here again tomorrow. Until then, here's hoping you make a great living and live a great life.